This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. You have a question at any point, um, uh, and um, so so keep it going, Reuven. Uh, we have a guy named Reuven E. Said Aaron Graus. Hey, Ireland. And uh, whoever's D, please open up your cameras so I can see you all. Um, Gav, you've been doing this. Uh, turn on your mic for a sec. Um, you've been doing this each day? Not every day, whenever they let me do it. Whenever they let you do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I guess this, it, you know. this is my uh, privilege that I get, that my class is on every day, so I get to be on every day. Unbelievable. You're a high-level guy, though, you know. Do you know what time you're on next week? I think I, I maybe bumped you. That could be like a bunch of at five. I'm at five now. Yeah, I know. So I think I'm at three. Are you? Okay. Um, the um, okay, great. Uh, and again, I asked Reuven and whoever Seed is and Grouse to turn on their screens. Whoever's on this chat box should be visible. Because it uh, it generates the class a lot more powerfully, um, so we're going to begin. And everyone on Facebook Live, and everyone on uh, Tor Anytime, Shalom. Everyone on YouTube, Shalom. Um, uh, just saying hi to each one of you, and uh, appreciating you being on this. And and uh, yeah, this is a time of crisis, and I am here to be here for everyone, give context to it all, and. Um, and please, God, uh, make this a smoother ride. Because um, think about it just in simple terms. Just the basic math is that um, uncertainty brings anxiety. And, um, and the more context and uh, awareness and understanding we have of our times, the less anxiety, the more we're going to make proper decisions, the more we're going um, to be cool. And how do you get there? How do you get to that level of certainty? Well, the answer is simply amuna. And for those who are newbies, the word Amuna means to um, to have an awareness that there's a God running the show, that, that nothing happens beyond us. And, uh, uh, sorry, nothing happens beyond us that's not being run by Hashem, and nothing happens even with us that's not being run by Hashem. Everything's being run by Hashem. And uh, Jake, please turn on your camera. I asked you guys to turn on your cameras. Pinchas, please turn on your camera. Um, you guys are... You guys are what make this class generated by seeing your faces. Thank you. And uh, so please put on your cameras, whoever uh, has their camera off. By the way, the only people who see you if your camera's on is, uh, oh, I guess everybody. No, no, the people on the screen. Well, I'll wait for the chat. Whoever's in charge of this, tell me on the chat, does anyone see them besides the people on the screen? Let me know. Um, let me know if they're seen by the world or they're just seen. Uh, no. Oh, so it's only the people on the screen, and I'll let you know, the people on the screen are all people you would let see you. Okay, we just got, like, Laser from Muncie, we got David from Florida, we got Rafi, where are you from, Rafi? Pinchas, it's, it's, whoever, whoever's seeing it in the world is only, um, gonna see me, whereas all of you, uh, get to be seen, so please, um, turn on your cameras, um, Otherwise, get off and go watch this somewhere else, okay? Um, I don't want to see anyone's box with their name on it. Um, once again, either open your camera or get lost. No offense. And uh, Rafi, I need your words. Thank you. Okay. Um, so here we go. I'm going to repeat that first part once again, is that when there's uncertainty, so then we have... Um, when there's uncertainty... We have uh, we have anxiety and poor decision making and fear and panic ultimately, which is what the world's basically experiencing right now. And when we have certainty, so then we have then we're then we are um, then we're chill. You know, we're relaxed. We we got our access together. We got major hail, by the way, falling in Jerusalem. We just we got this crazy storm after storm after storm, and now. Um, if you just heard that light sound, that was hail falling outside. And, uh, yeah, we're in some kind of storm for days now. And, uh, continuing on through Shabbos. Um, so listen up. Um, God is the certainty. Knowing that God runs the show. Now, by, <laughs> there's no coincidences. This word crown, 
word crown, that the shape of what's taken down the earth is in the shape of a crown, and that it's been called the crown. Crown only means one thing, and that means kingship. And kingship in Judaism means God's kingship. It is uh, the key of Rosh Hashanah. It's everything about our people. It's the deepest aspect of all the Emunah Yisrael, Emunah Yisrael, the faith of the Jewish people, is that God is the king. God is the, the Melech, the king. When God will be king over the whole world, he and his name will be one. Now, let's get real clear and straight to the straight to today's class. First of all, I want to give a background on numerical values of the Hebrew language. Um, people love to laugh about gematrias and stuff, but you should know that, that it's the science behind the Torah. Now, of course, when someone wants to say that Corona is the numerical value of um, of Achal Aver Minachai, someone who ate food that was um, that was um, you know alive, meaning no no one killed it before it was eaten. So so there um, you know which is called eating. There's two levels of like unprepared food, and it has to do with very animalistic type desires inside. It's things that uh, that people who are far from Judaism do is is just go go eat it while it's still alive. Because in the old days, historically, they didn't have refrigeration. And people, the best way to keep an animal around, if you only had your family and, a, and an animal, was take it limb by limb and let the, let the heart keep beating. And it keeps the meat fresh. And, uh, and they would take uh, the living animal. Um, there are those who say that this whole thing started from a living animal. That was... Uh, uh, delimbed and eaten that way. Another one is is another one that's not to be done is uh, to eat things gnaw, uh, raw, and uh, oh sorry, help me, Moish. Corn and is not supposed to be done though. Sorry. <coughs> yeah. Oh, you can eat raw, but the um, but um, the Corban Pesach, the Passover sacrifice, which is what all of this is leading into, is the um, the holiday of redemption. Is not to be eaten raw. Um, Nachami, do you mind giving me the shmos, please? So to not and turn it to your base. So not to eat something raw, and uh, not to eat the korban pesach raw. It rather it has to be cooked. It can't be. It has to be not cooked. Sorry, it has to be um, uh, roasted. Roasted. Um, no, it cannot have its own juices involved. The juices have to fall into the fire. And the, the Passover sacrifice of our redemption has to be roasted. Now, um, please remind the, the guy working in there that, uh, that we're on a live feed. Or, truly can. They, um, anyway, so, so, so that, that idea, though, of eating raw food is, again, it's about eating hastily. It's about animalistic desires. It's about not having that higher voice. And that higher voice being God. And God, having your higher voice intact means the crown. It means God's a king. He's crowned over you. You've crowned God over you, over your, over your eyes, what you're willing to look at. You know, watch that loose clicking on the internet. Um, over, your, over your mouth, over what you're willing to eat. Yeah? Over, over your whole body is crowning God. It's, it's crowning God doesn't, isn't just some philosophical thing. Like, you know... You're the king, you know, it's that. But it's also crowning God over everything, things you'd say, um, things you're willing to, things you're willing to do. That's crowning God, like doing the right things is crowning God. And that's one of the major points of all of creation is the crown of God. Now back to numerical uh, values, is that our Kabbalistic tradition shares with us that the, the actual code of creation, the code of our Torah, see when you read the Torah and you see these lines like, you know, you see, you see those letters. So that's telling the story of Passover in the book of Exodus. Okay? That's, that's what that's telling you. But a Kabbalist who reads these letters is actually reading the... Um, he's reading a sequence. He's reading actual code. He's not just reading the, the letters. He's reading the code of reality. And in fact, when I've been in Kabbalistic classes on the Torah, I, have, I often have to look back up at the name of that week's uh, Torah portion, just to remind myself what in the world we're talking about, because it can get so far from the subject that is actually in the words, because it's a string of 
numbers, these are all numeric values. Aleph is a one, a bed is a two. But it's not just that, because they're, they're made of multiple letters. Like, for example, a, an Aleph is two yuds. Moishi, please turn on your camera. An Aleph is two yuds and a vav. Okay, a tzaddik is a yud and a nun. Okay, and the, so, the, so there's, there are, every Hebrew letter is not just a numerical value, but it's also a pictorial and and the and all those values have everything to do with each other. If things match up, if they link, that's a direct link. And so and so now, of course, you can, the reason people like to laugh is because the truth is you can do anything with math. You know, you can just go on and like just figure out what whatever, figure out any coincidental numbers and make a joke out of it. You know, I got someone sent me the last night as a joke, and they sent me that Corona equals Mashiach. I mean, obviously you had to spell Corona a specific way, which messed it up in the way it's regularly spelled. Corona equals Mashiach equals something I won't say out loud, but its first initial is B and the second initial is S in Hebrew was the number. So meaning they were making a joke about it because people love to joke about the um, numerical values in the Torah. But it's no joke, meaning there are, there are many, many um, uh, first of all, a direct link would be the same letters, just just a different uh, calculation. Like, for example, the word bisimcha and machshava have the same letters. Bisimcha, machshava, uh, which is the word being in a state of happiness. Bisimcha has the same letters as thought, right? Because you're right, you're one thought away from a, a joyous thought. Uh, sorry, a joyous feeling. You're one thought away from a, a sad or maybe an anxious feeling. And that to be in a state of joy means that you've got to be in control of your thinking. Um, that you have to be pro- a proactive thinker, which is, you know, basically the sum up of all modern psychology today is, is the psychology of thought. And, um, um, okay, so let's get into it a little bit. The, let, what we want to talk about is on a very macro picture is the point of all creation. The point of all creation is, you know, very simple. Very simple, and that is, uh, honey, do you mind getting me my uh, that uh, lumbar support pillow that's on my bed? And that to me else, because I'm sitting up very straight to be in the camera view. I've got my camera on a drum box, which worked out well yesterday, because I sang a song that needed a little drums. Anyway, the um, by the way, I didn't I didn't dye my payas dark today. I'm I'm uh, I, I just jumped out of the shower to teach this class. Just took a shower right before, so I'm sure they'll be changing color as the class goes on. The, um, um, I'm also uh, in- inviting everyone to come to Zoom. Uh, Zoom, uh, and, and just remind me, how do they get to Zoom? What was it? H slash, com slash Zoom, I think it was. Um, anyone watching this who would like to be on the screen with me or would like to join the Zoom it's aish.com slash zoom. Feel free to jump in and uh, Sarah and whoever else is watching this, Galaxy S10, please turn on your cameras. Okay, here we go. Now, now the point of creation, I mean, imagine if you created a world and now we'd have to make that like an ant farm or something. So you'd like to have a relationship with the farm. You know, you want to have a relationship with whatever it is you create. Again, we don't know who God is. Maybe he has some other ideas or some other agendas, but I have a feeling that God actually wanted to have a relationship with the creation. That that was God's kind of, kind of uh, desire in this, in this situation was, was that, was that he, he should have a relationship with the creation. Now, of course, here we are locked in the matrix. You know, most of the people who, most of the people who were... Um, you know, at least at the beginning of this whole Corona thing, we're feeling like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, and where is this going? And this is so scary. And, and, um, and, um, and it's, uh, and it's, but it was all like this random microscopic thing that's going to randomly hit everybody. And it's not, you know, and it's, it's not in God's control. And it's, and it's, um, um, that, that, that randomness, that feeling like like it's beyond your being able to be protected by God from it or whatever is it's, it's such a joke. I mean, that's that is 
that it, God runs everything. He doesn't just run like world affairs. He's He's running the micro stuff. God's everything's enough. Everything is coming from the oneness into physicality via God. So it's not like anything on the microscopic level is outside the realm of God. And again, I'm reminding everybody that this is all something in the shape of a crown. And what is the crown? The crown is the relationship of humanity to God. That is every Rosh Hashanah for two days straight, and including Yom Kippur, we focus ourselves completely and totally on the on the relationship that we have with God. And how do we do that? By, by coronating him, coronating God. That's what we're doing. We coronate the king. But in our world, everyone's so busy, you know, with whatever they're busy with, and not a lot of coronation going on. And so what's happened is everyone's been dragged down to their knees. Everyone's been dragged to their knees. The sports, the sports addicts, I know they're called sports enthusiasts, but they're addicted to sports. So the sports enthusiasts, yeah, even the Laker fans, like my father and David Hirsch, and the and and the money people on their knees. Everyone's on their knees, and the media people on their knees, and the people who love theater on their knees. And everyone's been taken down on their knees. And guess what, Jewish people? You probably think only Christians pray on their knees or only um, Muslims pray on their knees, but guess what? Comes Rosh Hashanah when we make God king, we go down on our knees. When we say Elaine Lishabah, we go straight down on our knees. Vanachnuf Korim. Korim means to go down on the knees. Okay? Nachnu Korim. And when you say Vanachnu Korim on Rosh Hashanah, you're actually literally supposed to go down on your knees and pause there, body erect, on your knees. You've been taken down before the king on your knees. And we go down on our knees. And we don't do that every day when we say Alengo, but on Rosh Hashanah, when, we make, when we're really crowning God for the year. We go down on our knees. And then we bow straight on our faces. And now we're bowing like Muslims bow. We do this every Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We become flat on the ground. And we give, and we What's the word modim? We don't come up at modim only on Elenu during the weekdays. Uh, we don't. We stay down. Modim. What does it mean? Modim. You probably think it means to give thanks. Yeah, which it means. But you know what it really means. You know what modim literally means. It means to recognize. Because think about it. When you give thanks, you're recognizing something. Like for example, I got a guy named Reuben on here. Hi, Reuben. Um, and then I got on my right. I got David. Okay. So if let's say Reuben handed me a pen. And I thank David. He'd <laughs> be like, what? Like, Reuben gave you the pen, not David. Like, why, why are you thanking him? It's a lack of proper gratitude. Because what is the word thanks? What is the word gratitude? What is the word thank you? It's a recognition of the source of that which you've received. I'm going to say that again. Giving thanks is a recognition of the source of that which you've received. And so... What is, what is the point of all of creation? To crown God. Well, how do you crown God? Like, what's a, what's a real specific way to crown God? And the answer is to give thanks. What does it mean to give thanks to God? It's to recognize the source of that which we receive. Well, who do you receive from more than God? I mean, your very heart is beating as we speak. Oh, I got my drum. Who is causing that to happen? Who's spinning every atom in your body? Who's causing your, your, your immune system to work appropriately as the crown virus moves its way through people's bloodstream? Who causes all this? And the answer is, well, it's the source. It all comes from the source. Which is very interesting because the conspiracy theorists, those who hold China did this to get back an American economy that, you know, because America was kind of, you know, throwing major punches at China right before this thing broke out, and the other ones who hold that the that this is actually a way for all of Western civilization to come to China's kind of Orwellian uh, control of currency, to that one percent controlling all all wealth, and right now this whole coronavirus is to wipe out all the middle links in the chain of of power. To knock everybody down from the millionaires to the to the middle class, just knock everyone down to the bottom. 
so that the 1% can keep up their, 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 uh, their stuff. No matter how you hold, even if you hold that's the case, and you think, oh, there's nothing to do with God. It has everything to do with God. And, um, and, and that is that, that we are all being humbled deeply right now to make God the king, make God king, king of the universe. Now, for us in Jerusalem, where that's basically the name of the game anyway, that's not like, you know, we were on our knees to begin with. Like, we live, we live on our knees. You know, we, we like living on our knees. I can't say necessarily male teenagers like living on their knees, but certainly most of mature Jerusalem does. And the, and, you know, that's really the name of the game. And so it, it is also interesting to notice who is panicking and who's not. And the, and the answer is, is that the, the panicking community has to come to crown God and to be able to say that nothing happens outside of his realm. Like nothing's beyond God. God is God's running the entire show. And if it is a conspiracy, well, then God's putting that into the minds of the conspiracy, conspirators. The nothing's outside that realm and God has to run anything, everything anyway through us. And so, and so he does. And so the, the main point of it all is, is that we're crowning God. That's the whole thing. That, that's our job right now. Now, how does that look on a more Kabbalistic level? So let's, let's, uh, let's go into the more mystical tradition. Without hitting a ton of detail there, but the way it works is that, is that there's really only oneness. Like eight, the, All there really is is oneness. Because think about it, before there was something, there was nothing, okay? Before there was something, before the world was created, there was nothing. Now that nothing is one nothing, I meaning it's an undifferentiated oneness, a singular oneness. And so before there was something, there was absolutely nothing. And this is whether you're into um, Judaism, you know, as it says in the beginning that God created the heavens and the earth, which means before the heavens and the earth, there was nothing, okay? Or whether you're, you are a a physicist, you know, and a big bang theorist, you work in theoretical physics, before there was something, there was nothing. Now, why do universities have theoretical physics departments? And the answer is, is because they're the high priests of the secular world. Because the second you say it's nothing, that's automatically going to be gone. So what do you have to do? You put a, put a couple, you know, high IQ guys who've smoked a little too much reefer, and you put them, they, you train them as theoretical physicists, and let them, you know, theorize all day on what the nothing is, because nothing should not be making something, you know. Nothing never makes something. Meaning, if there was nothing in my cup, and we sealed it and vacuumed out all the air, and came back a year later, there'd be nothing in there. 20 years, 1,000 years, there would never be anything in here, because nothing makes nothing, okay? Nothing makes nothing. Now, everyone knows before there was something, there was nothing. And the fact is that nothing makes nothing, and so we have to have theoretical physicists because the second you say the nothing, and that before there was something that was nothing, that automatically means there's a God. And you know, uh, those who are my dear fans know the five seconds uh, proof of God. So uh, in, in, uh, in uh, uh, what do you call it? In, uh, at risk of being redundant. Before there was something, there was nothing. And since nothing makes nothing, and now that there's something, it must be that nothing was God. Okay, that's the five-second proof of God. Before there was something, there was nothing, and since nothing makes nothing, and now that there's something, it must be that nothing was God. Before there was something, there was nothing. What does nothing make? It makes nothing. But, hey, you know, you're watching right now this video on screen, and therefore there must be, you know, there must be something. Yeah, there is something. There's a whole space-time expanding universe, okay, that came from absolute nothing. And, and since... Nothing makes nothing, and now that there's something, it must be that the nothing is God, who's creating the something. Now, now God's got a problem on his hands, because he's the singular oneness at the top. And he creates this world, the, the world of multiplicity. Um, please mute your, mute your phones. A couple people's phones aren't muted, unless you're going to say something, at which point you could wave your hand and I will take a pause. David, I think your phone's on, your mute's on. I mean, meaning you're not muted, but the, um, anyway, the, so God's got a problem on his hands. Why? Because we're in the world of physicality, 
Oh, let me say one more thing. That, that there's no Home Depot in heaven. What did God use to create the world? He didn't go to Home Depot and order up the stars and the earth and the waters. And the Meaning, if all there was was this nothing, this oneness, this, this God beingness, this, con- this consciousness, if that's all there was, so then, so then what did it use to create the world? And the answer is the consciousness. And it turns out, if you study Kabbalah, you'll discover, and, and all mystical traditions say this, that we are actually the result of the unfolding of, of the infinite consciousness that's projecting, from its own consciousness, projecting our physical world. It's projecting physicality out from its consciousness. Now notice, by the way, what do we have? So we have this digital simulation, which, check out physics today, not theoretical physics, regular physics. Everything's digital today. In fact, you're watching this digitally. You're listening to me digitally. Even my voice crossing the room, you'd say, is analog, but not once it hits everyone's eardrums. If you're my children who are in the room hear my voice, that's going through an eardrum, yeah, and in analog, not digitally, hitting their cerebral cortex at great mathematical equations and being deciphered by the neurons. Neurons either fire or don't fire. Fire or don't fire. So if you have billions of neurons, or 900,000 neurons, sorry, 900 million neurons, firing and not firing, and they're all linked together, that's the greatest network in the world, and, and that's what's causing the English to hit their, hit their ears. So even what my, what's coming out inside the room I'm in, that's supposed to be analog, actually gets received digitally. The entire physical world's digital, and what's left, what's left is your own your own consciousness. Well, we're being created from a consciousness. And the only two things we know about are that this world is some kind of digital simulation. We know that in physics. We know it in mystic, mystical traditions, every mystical tradition, not just Kabbalah. And we also know you got a consciousness because you're aware of your awareness of listening to this class right now, which means you, you, you know, you're aware of your awareness. And, and so, and so, the, and so we got this oneness that creates the multiplicitous, gives us a consciousness to either get sucked into the multiplicitousness, which means to throw off the crown of God. I'm putting it as if we're throwing it off ourselves, but I mean throwing off God's crown and making this world where it's at, which will bring panic during a virus like this. You know, you can either throw it off and say that, which is called in Hebrew, Kleichi v'oitzim yodi. That means my strength and the, and the might of my hands. Yeah, that's, that's the ego, and that's the egoic world, and that's Western Civ. And you can either throw off the crown of God and make it all about, you know, you, which is going to be super scary and bring anxiety and fear and ultimately panic. And you can do that. Or you can have it be the world of God having the crown, and you just go like... Okay, God's got the crown. God's got the crown. And the word crown is obviously in Latin is corona. God's got this. He's got us. He's got he's got this. Yeah, he's got all this. But for some reason he's taken everybody down. I mean, we were told from the beginning till now. Till now, from the beginning till now, many people won't even feel the effects of it. Some will have light symptoms. Some will catch a flu. But we're all going to be fine. Yes, there are people who are this percentage of people on the planet that are particularly susceptible. They'll have it rougher. Some will die hey, let's destroy our entire economy. No, I say, let's keep the economy going and put extra resources towards the more susceptible to the virus. <laughs> Gee, wouldn't that have been easier? What do you think, Kyle? Does that sound a little easier? Let's just take care of the people who this could affect badly and otherwise relax. No, says all the governments, let's lock them down. And let's finally put into place all of our um, all of our surveillance techniques by f- cell phones and facial recognition and stuff. You know, let's 
Let's just let's just have people's worlds fall apart. Now again, whether you're a conspiracy theorist or whether you're not, you crown God. God's running the show. And he's running the show through all of this. Now, the, the name of all of this game, the name of all of this game is called Lama'an Shemoi Be'ahava. Everything I'm teaching you is, this whole class, like if I titled the class, even though no one would understand the title, it would be called Lama'an Shemoi Be'ahava. Lama'an, for the sake, Shemo, his name, Be'ahava, with love. Or is his name Ahava? Maybe God's name is Ahava. Because the word Ahava has the numerical value of 13. By no coincidence, it's the numerical value of the word Echad, one. Lama'an Shemo, in oneness. Be'ahava, the numerical value of one, the singular oneness that the whole physical world comes into being via that oneness. Lama'an Shemo. Oh, uh, Rafi added that COVID minus 19 equals 13. Uh-huh. The word COVID, you're saying? Uh-huh, very interesting. So the whole point is in the oneness. That the, that, that is the point. Lama'an Shemo in, in, uh, for the sake Meaning, what's the word Laman for the sake? It means the purpose, the meaning of it all. Like, we're meaning-making machines. Human beings are meaning-making machines. And so everything we do, like, I could ask you, why are you doing that? You'd say Laman for the sake of, or meaning for the, with the purpose of this. You know, I'm, I'm scooping it because I want ice cream. I'm working because I want financial security. Meaning everything human beings do is Laman something. It's very hard to find a human being doing something that you can't ask him why he's doing it. And he wouldn't tell you Lama'an, something, you know, for the sake of something. So, so we learn that every day in Shemun Answer, when we pray, we say, And he will bring a redeemer. He's going to redeem this place. Meaning, meaning this physical world, stuck in the predicament of multiplicity, from the oneness to the multiplicity, that will need a redeemer because the people are going to be so desperately lost in, the, in their physical world and their, um, and their, you know, total misunderstanding that this is all coming from oneness and it's just really a, a projection of the, the infinite projection of God's infinity projecting itself into the finite, the unfolding of infinite into finite, that we'll be so lost in that, that God's going to bring a redeemer so that we will all know what? That it was all one. The man Shemoy in honor of his name. So, so what's the word? We just got to get into the word Shemo. The word Shemo means his name. And we all know it perhaps uh, from the prayer I just mentioned, but maybe even more popular would be all the people who uh, you know, were raised reform or conservative. And everyone remembers, And it was written, and it will be that God will be Lamelech, he'll be a king. Al kol ha'aretz, over all the earth. What's the aretz? Aretz means aretz, will mean either arutz, like aretz. The word, the, the word for land is the, the root of it is resh tzadik, ratz. It's a two-letter root, and it has to do with running, like to run for things, which you only run for things when you desire things, which is rotzeh or ratzon. When I want something, I'll run for it. Like you show me someone running, that means he's motivated, which means he's got the lama'an. He's got his, he's got the the purpose locked down. He knows what he's going to go, go do. He's running for it. He's motivated. He knows what he wants. He's got goals. Yeah. And Eretz is the physical land, which is the source of all desires. Right. The source of all human desires comes ultimately from the from the earth, from the land. Yeah, Hashem He'll be the king of all the Arabs by Yom Hahu on that day. 
It will be Hashem. Hey, Yaakov, you can turn on your camera. That'd be great. Hashem Echad. That it will be that Hashem, Hashem, that which is this oneness, this singular oneness. He will be Echad. He will be one. Now the truth is he's always one. What's the he then? If he's always one, why say he will be? It's the second part. Ushamo in the physical multiplicity. Laman Shamo Ba'ava. That in the physical multiplicity of the world, Ushamo Echad. That it will all be one. Hashem Echad, he's always one. Ushamo in the physical world of multiplicity, that will be one. Everyone will realize the oneness of that. And then amazingly, in the microscopic world, there's a crown. There's a crown. It's the crown virus. And the crown virus, in the shape of a crown, with the, I don't know what the term is, Rafi, if you can look that up for me, the sticks going around the crown, I'm sure there's a name for that, because it was really named for that, the sticks sticking out of it. It's not just because it was red, but because it has the, uh, you know, those things sticking up. Let me know about that, Rafi. And um, anyway, Ushamo Echad. And what do we say every day? That God's going to bring a Redeemer. Laman Shemoy. For the sake of His name. Now, I know you could say His name means His reputation. And yes, His reputation has been trampled on by humanity over and over again. You could say it has to do with that. Right, so so my wife's adding that his name that 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 his name is one. Like that that's the actual name of God is one. Yeah? That he is one. Um, now uh <laughs> someone has their mic off and just made some kind of noise. Um and whoever's name is Spiegel, if you can turn on your your camera, that'd be great. Um, anyway, so so we got the picture more or less. That the, oh, Tuvia, hey, what's up? Please turn on your camera, Tuvia. And mute your phone and turn on your camera. So anyway, so the idea we got is that in honor of his name, Be'ava, with the name love, or we can say with the, in, in the oneness. Be'ahava means in one, because the word love and one are the same. Now, what was the purpose of all of creation? Why did God create this place? What was the purpose of it all? Oh, by the way, Rafi, did you come up with that one? In the, did you look that up, Rafi? So, uh, the name for the crown points, the points on the crown. Um, spikes. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking there might be an actual, like, more ancient term for it. Okay, so what is... Uh-oh, Rafi, you started screen sharing by accident. The Eastern Chron... Oh, thank you. No, you can put that back on. I'll read it. Um, if you have that ability again. Um, yeah, Surly, you want to say hi to everybody? That's my son, Surly. The Eastern Crown is a... Hey, uh, mute your phone, please, too. Yeah. The Eastern Crown is a gold heraldic crown surmounted with a variable number of sharp spikes... It is so-called because of its origin in the Eastern Mediterranean. The Eastern crown, that's our side of the world, the Eastern Mediterranean, is one of the oldest crowns. And so for this reason, it has been known as the antique crown. Okay, thank you very much. You can get rid of that, Rafi, and come back on, get everyone back on the screen. And uh, everyone, please turn on your cameras. Uh, for some reason, everyone's cameras got shut off by that. I don't know why. But uh, please put on your cameras, Pinchas, Moishi Laser, David, Kyle, Ruben, everyone, Adel, Sarah, please put your cameras back on. Oh, great. I lost everyone's cameras except Tuvia's. Okay. Hi, Tuvia. Now, um, listen up. We're going to go to um, either be in the... Say hi to everyone. You want to say hi to everyone? Come say yeah, Come say these are my kids. Hi, everyone. Miriam and Sruli. That's all. Thank you, man.
Okay, now back to us. The word ratzon. The word ratzon is the word desire. Why? It's because we already spoke about it, but it's God's desire for the creation. No touching the table, please. It's God's desire for the creation, meaning God was one. God was one. We, he didn't need to create this place. You know, I mean, that's one of the great questions of why did God do it, which no one seems to know the answer to that. But, but for whatever reason, God did it. And uh, meaning we know why God created the world once we're here, and that is Laman Shemol Baba. But the, but what, before God even made the world, like what was he born, what was going on? And here he had this consciousness, which he somehow like stuck inside of all of us. Thanks for putting your camera on, Adel. And by the way, Adel, the, uh, no one sees you except the people on the screen who are all just the people you'd meet anyway in Essentials most of the time. Um, anyway, the, thank you for putting your cameras back on, everybody. Uh, Rafi also. and uh, Anyway, Laser, David, thanks for getting your cameras back on. Pinchas, please turn on your camera. I want to see your beautiful face. So, so Shmo, sorry, Ratzon. I keep doing this. I can't stop doing the, the word... The word ratzon means desire. And why? Because think about it. What is the point of all of creation? The point of all of creation is desire. That God, I mean, that's how everything works. You know, the, the Brooklyn Bridge gets, people wanted to get from Brooklyn to Manhattan quicker. They, next thing you know, bridge. You know, people want to get from one country to another quicker. Airplanes. Okay, yeah, I wanted a sweater. You know, I got it. People wanted to make a living with their hands. They knitted the sweater. Companies wanted to make a living with, uh, you know, with selling garments, you know, around the world. And, and that's what they wanted. And they got it too. Uh, Gedalia, please turn on your phone, your camera, I mean. And turn off your mics. Anyone's got a mic on? I hear kids just now. Everything's made of desire. Your own flesh is made out of the desire of your parents for one another. Nothing happens without desire. Desire is the focus of all creation. Now, you ready for this, everybody? Guess what? The attribute of God... Make sure your phones are muted, guys. Someone's phone's not muted. Okay? Um, they, the word for crown in Hebrew... The word for crown in Hebrew is from the word keter, which is... The, the word Hebrew in, uh, for crown in, in sorry, the word for crown in Hebrew is keter, and keter means keter is the crown. What does it mean? The crown. It is the first and foremost of all the entire creation before the creation even hits the physical. Meaning the because the human beings are made in the image of the whole creation, so before it even gets to chokhmah bin and das is an attribute called keter. Okay, anyone who joined the program, please put on your cameras. So that's called the Keter, the crown. And that crown, that crown is called by all our Kabbalists, Ratzon, desire. Why? Because before you even have a creation with Chochmah, Bina, Das, and Chesed, before you even have a creation, you got to have the desire to have the creation. There's always the desire, meaning the Laman, the, the, for the sake of. So for whatever reason, God had a reason to make this place, and he desired to make it, and therefore that's called Keter, that's the crown, that's the desire. So this, this, this virus called the crown, which is the kingship, causing everyone to be brought down to their knees, is in order to crown God, God of all of creation. That's the whole point, that everyone's being brought down to their knees, to call God king over the whole world. So that his name isn't just one above, but his name is one below. Shmo, Laman Shmo. Well, by no coincidence, I'll just give you a couple numerical values that might blow you away. Um, one is that the word for desire, Ratzon in Hebrew, is 346. Okay, Rash is 200. Tzadik is 90, that's 290. Uh, Vav is six. That's two ninety six, and Nun is fifty. That's that's um, three forty six. The word for Shemo, Laman Shemo, that God's going to be maybe He's going to bring a redeemer. Laman Shemo, Shin is three hundred. Mem is forty. Vav is six. 
346. He's drawing everybody down to their knees. So I was praying this morning and I was thinking about this. Like I keep mentioning that, that this coronavirus is bringing humanity, the entire globe, to its knees. What is the word to its knees? I was thinking, like, what is the word knees in Hebrew? I'm like, I don't know, Berkayim, knees. Uh, you know, what are knees? And then I realized when we're brought to our knees, the word is Korean. So I quickly flip to Elenu in the sitter, and I see that the word Korean is spelled with a kaf instead of a kuf, which Corona is spelled with kuf. I'm like, uh-oh, we already lost 80, 80 uh, units there because kuf is 100, whereas the kaf, Korean. But it turns out, guess what? The word Korean, Anachnu Korean, the word Korean to be brought down to your knees is 346. You know, I have a great emoji for this on my phone. It's an emoji of me with the head blown up. You know. So the word for being brought down to your knees is the same number as the crown, which is Ratzon, and Keter. Keter is the crown, is the, the God's desire for creation, is, is the crown. That's 346, is Ratzon. The whole point of bringing the Redeemer so that God will be Melech, his, his oneness, he'll be melech over the whole world, is, is also the word um, shmo, is 346. And so I looked up a couple other names, and uh, you want to hear something amazing, I'm going to read for you a couple other numerical values that also all equal 346. Can someone ask our workers to be quiet over there? Um, uh, we just brought someone in to do a little work here. Um, one of the few people actually entered our house. Um, here comes here comes some words. Uh, I can't see them. Someone know how to use this computer? Okay, here's one. Magain. Magain. Uh, is mommy around? Mommy, come help me, please. Magain veloyira. My shield and 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 I, this side, please. Magain. My shield, or a shield, and yira, and he will not be afraid. Is three forty six. Next picture, please. I just clicked on a picture. Oh, that'd be great if you could just go down. Wouldn't that be awesome? Can I go to the next picture, please? I mean, if you know how. I just clicked on. Oh. Okay. Um, where were we? Three forty six. Minus that back down. Okay. Ah, uh, wait. This this may do it. No. Um, here's another one. What do I do to get to your? How do you look at your pictures? This next one is. Kulchem baolam bazeh. All of you, baolam, are in this world, bazeh. In this, meaning we're all stuck in this together. We're all stuck in this together. Three hundred and forty-six. Next one. Okay, I'll hit the next one. Uh, the next one is Melech Romi, the king of Rome. You know what's happening in Italy. We, by the way, what exile are we in? We're in the exile of Rome. This is called the Roman exile. That's what the Jewish people are going through and suffering through. And only at the end of the Roman exile, we build the third temple, you know, to crown God ultimately in this world. Melech Romi, 346. Um, Midr 346. Draw your own conclusions on this one. Millionaire, 346. All the millionaires. Yeah, if you're a millionaire listening to this, 346. Talking to you. Okay? Millionaire, 346. Uh-oh, I got a little trouble here again. Um, here's one. Uh, got too big. How do you shrink that back down? Na Nachman Mu'uman, 346. Yes. Na Nachman Mu'uman, 346. Next one. Air is Lebanon, the trees of the Lebanon. That's what the temple is made of. 346. Okay, the trees of the Lebanon. 346. 
Next one. Ish Yehudi, 346. There was a man, a Jewish man, Ish Yehudi. And the first time the word Jew is ever used is for Mordechai, who was not from the tribe of Judah. He was from the tribe of Benjamin. Ish Yehudi, 346. Netzach Nitzachim, all eternity, forever and ever, 346. The letters, Samach Yud Nun Yud Mem, which is the, it's a special gematria where you actually spell out each letter. So the letter is Samach Yud, yud, samach yud Nun Yud Mem is Sinim, which means the Chinese. The word Sinim means the Chinese. When you spell out each letter, i.e., you know, as I said before, Samach Mem Ches is Samach, Yud Vav Dalit is Yud. Nun is Nun Vav Nun. If you spell that all out, 346. The Chinese, 346. Um, Kitse Haolam, the end of the world, 346. Um, Shiloh, a gift to him, is 346. Shiloh, where the temple stood in uh, northern, in uh, you know, the Shomron, the Samaria, where the temple stood by, by Beit El, 346. And the last one, can't seem to read here. Lo Yikreh, how do you spell it? There's no, you can read it, it will not happen, or you can say, not coincidental, 346. Okay, um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've gone a little over time this time just because I did all those gematrias. Um, whoa, God's the king of the universe, everybody. God's the king of the universe. And, and um, by the way, please, no one should think I'm being insensitive in, in sharing that the whole point of all of this is us to recognize God's oneness. There's no insensitivity. I, I'm going through stuff too. You know, I'm part of a world of people that also are, you know, have lost a lot. Um, this, my, my pace up was to be paid for by a seminar I was running this week that obviously was canceled. Okay, they, we're all in this together, but the, the, my point isn't to be insensitive by bringing down what's really going on here. What I'm talking about, and I started with this, I'll end with it, is that panic, sorry, Anxiety, fear, and ultimately panic all come from, from a lack of awareness and knowledge of what's going on here, okay? And, and this class was all in honor of what's going on here, okay? That's not, there's no coincidence that this microscopic thing is called a crown. And I uh, hope you enjoyed today's share. Um, please, God, I'll be doing some kind of a, uh, I'll be doing in the future some kind of, uh, of uh, event online, don't know what I'll do. I'll probably do it Sunday or Monday. I'll keep you posted to that. And um, and uh, please click on whatever you should be clicking on on Tour Anytime or on uh, H.com to share it. If you share this with others, this is your chance to share this. Share it. Click that share button or subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Keep it, keep it going. And uh, let's all band together and become one. Shalom. Make sure, you, make sure yeah, you can pull that off and press stop. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.